Okay. So continuing in this discussion, we're going back to speaking about our estrogue, our citron fruit, which we know if we take in the prescribed manner with the other three accompanying species and make the blessing, wave it on the holiday of Sukkot, enormous energy comes into our world. And if we take animal hide, kosher animal, make it into parchment, write on it the verses, we can make tefillin. And when a Jewish man puts them on in the prescribed ritual fashion, enormous energy comes into our world. Why? Well, the animal citron fruit comes from Noiga. There's an admixture of godliness and evil within which is embedded the sparks from the world of chaos. So we're accessing this enormous power of sag of the world of chaos. But how are we doing that by taking this, these physical objects and doing physical acts? How are we eliciting light into the vessels of the fusion of God's emotive powers and sovereignty of the world of being? Energies that have already been purified and rectified through the purifying name of Ma, God's name of our world, that they're in the state of godliness? How are we doing that through these acts with these physical objects? The Rebbe refers us to the analogies explained several times already, which is of the seed put in the ground and then something grows. Did the seed create the growth? Not at all. The seed was put in the ground, the seed decomposed. And then out came the fruit tree, just like from that seed. How? Because what the seed is doing is, as Kabbalistically we call an arousal from below, that's stimulating the particular aspect of the power of growth that finds expression within it. In other words, God put in this earth growth. When the seed decomposes, that particular power of the seed is incorporated within the universal power of growth in the ground. So it stimulates the growth within the earth to produce the same sort of fruit tree as the seed that was implanted. So this is like taking that estrogen or taking that parchment. It's the elevation, the arousal from below. The recipient is extending upward to the benefactor. The seed in no way can be compared to the power of growth, but it arouses the power, which is its source. So the parchment or the esrog arouses the loftiest of levels. The name sag, that particular expression of God's essence four-letter name, that preceded, that transcended the shattering of the vessels of the world of chaos. The essence of the lights what Kabbalistically we call primordial man, the first visage, the first thought of the infinite light as it encompasses all of creation. In Sag, we have the essence, not the illuminations. In our world, the world of rectification, where we are energized by the name of God as it expresses itself. In Ma, we have glimmering from the forehead of primordial man. In Sag, it's coming from the inner dimension, the eyes, the essence. Not only when we do the actions of the practical commandments, but also when we study carefully the law. This arouses the intellect of the ten divine attributes in the vessel of the fusion of God's emotive powers and sovereignty of the world of being. And even higher, to the greatest height, to the intellect of Sag, the inner dimension of primordial man, from the eyes of primordial man, eyes signifying sight, the inner essence level of divinity. But what happens when you're studying the laws of prohibition? You can't say that it's as if you performed them. 
especially things that are completely irrelevant to us, because we only can perform a prohibition when we are tempted and do not succumb. If one is tempted to gossip and holds oneself back, they positively fulfilled this prohibition. If one's tempted to lie and does not, they positively fulfilled the prohibition. But if I'm not tempted currently to lie or to gossip, I'm not at this moment serving God by fulfilling the prohibition of not lying and not gossiping. So I'm studying the laws about gossiping or lying, and I'm not in a position of temptation. How can I say I'm fulfilling the commandment? But we do know it's very important to study these laws because we were told earlier in this essay that from a certain perspective, studying the laws of the pharisaical performance, which would incorporate also all the laws of the prohibition, has a greater advantage than studying godliness and creation and the world and the angels and everything that elicits an own fear and love of God. What do I gain by studying the laws of the prohibition? But when I'm studying even laws that are prohibition but have no practical application, through the study I'm bound up to God's seminal wisdom, which is the source of these laws. And therefore, I am connecting to God through the study of the prohibitions as well.